glory. Yeah, that's why I do it. Took me a little time, but I guess you always knew it. That I would come back. Chronicle son, now I'm on this journey for souls. Until that battle's won, will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying. Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying. I can do wrong things through Christ, which strengthens me. So there's nothing that my girl can't change, including me. Yo, I live by his word. And nothing else, cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my itself. See the truth will set you free. Set you free. True indeed, cause I'm walking through the valley with the Lord as my lead. Gave me a mission to reach to you, so I pray I will succeed. And so far, my friends been answered, cause I got the tools I need, so I'ma keep on pushing. Let them add in my story. If the end is about the Christ, I won't see you. To the Preacher's Corner. Brought to you by In-House Productions with your host Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify and Amazon Music. This is an in-house production. This is an in-house production. Good evening. Good evening, good evening, good evening. Drop those anchor emojis. Drop them, drop them, drop them. Check. Good evening. 
Happy Tuesday. We back. Everything relationship. How many ready to roll? Look like we're ready. Look like we're ready. Ready? Make sure you Drop share. Drop those ankles. Yeah. Good one. Go ahead and hit your like button and your shares. Got a good one. Continuing relationship goals yes sir yes sir yes sir yes sir uh oh I'm Pastor JT <laughs> this is this Lady Fanita and we are on the preacher's corner once yeah. again, once again, once again. The background view is the beautiful newly uh, constructed Main Street in Crowley, <laughs> Texas. That's what's happening. Uh, uh, by chance, you haven't had an opportunity. Visit our website, www.thepritcherscorner.net. There you'll find all of the information about the Preacher's Corner, opportunities to donate, to donate, I believe I'll say that again, to donate in efforts to enlarging the platform. That's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Also, opportunity to purchase merchandise. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. What you think about it? Huh. Hey. In the description, you got part one, part two, and part three, and part four. Yep. Oh. So if you just now tuning in, this episode 68 68 episodes wow every month and we hey. put the brakes on so everybody else can catch up. up y'all catch up catch up catch up catch up yeah y'all we are at 2248 listeners Two thousand two hundred forty-eight listeners. Three hundred ninety-one in the last thirty days. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Lady Baybeard, let us know where some of these listeners at. We got yeah. a few new listeners yeah, we today. Got a few new ones today. Yeah. Uh, we had like three or four. New listeners for locations. Texas. I don't know how many listeners. It don't yeah. tell you how many in that location. Yeah, we had some uh-huh. new ones for Texas. We had some new listeners in Brazil, uh, San Antonio, Houston. 
Houston, yeah. H-Town, in the high. Yes. Yeah. We cannot forget about those that started with us from the bottom, which is Islamabad, Pakistan, for Japan, Kanoa, Japan, Johannesburg, South Africa, Mumbai, India, Trinidad and Tobago, Port of Spain. Uh, we're going to shout out Brazil, our new listeners in Osasco, Brazil, and Colombo, Brazil. Um, Western Australia, Queensland, Australia, Nigeria, Germany, England, Ireland, Malaysia, Russia, and Spain. Thanks for showing us love. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Let's go to, to the West Coast. We go Los Angeles, California. Yeah. Chico, Provis, Merced. Sacramento, San Jose, Oakland, Fresno, Kent, Washington, all the way to the Midwest. We got Ohio, North Olmstead, Cleveland, Columbus, Lakewood, down in the east, East Point, Georgia, Brunswick, Georgia, Augusta, Griffin, Covington, ATL. Midwest, we got Wichita, Kansas, Burlington, Iowa, Idaho, Chicago, Hammond, Schumburg, Gary, Indiana, Indianapolis, back down there south, Bellevue, Florida, Orlando, Orlando, <laughs> yeah, I done called somebody name, Palm uh, Beach, Miami, Edmond, Memphis, Tennessee, Western, Westminster. Yes. Westminster? Uh-huh. Maryland. Mm-hmm. That's Maryland. Norman, Oklahoma, Moore, Oklahoma. Albuquerque, New Orleans, Philadelphia, Washington, Waldorf, Virginia, Brooklyn, New York. We got Rocky Mountain House in Canada. Montreal, Norwalk, Connecticut, and Peterson, New Jersey. Somewhere around on the campus at University of Texas. <laughs> Go Longhorns! And Prairie View University. Yeah. Shout out to all those that are listening across the globe. Yeah. We got some good ones. We got a good one, we got a good one, we got a good one, we got a good one. Ready, maybe. You've been enjoying this whole journey. Oh my goodness, I have. It has it was, been so. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's been enlightening to me. So, yeah. Yeah. It's been awesome. Awesome. Yeah. What you got? I'm ready. You got a shout out? No shout out? No shout out. Oh. Shout out to my sister-in-law, the other lady maybe. Uh, happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. They, uh, my little brother is taking the other Miss Mayberry out for dinner tonight. Happy birthday, y'all enjoy y'all self. Y'all enjoy I y'all self. Her birthday was in December too. Yeah, man, we got December on lock. 
We got December lockdown, man. You know, we let y'all have y'all fun all year long. <laughs> and then us December babies, we just take over. Just we know how to do it. We know how to do it. We know. We know how to go out with a bang, shabang bang. Yeah. Let us know a little bit about for the people that are just tuning in. They might not know what we got going on. Let them let them know what we got going on. Man, this last week and this week has been. It's always off the chain, but. The relationship goals just kind of hit different. Uh, We are talking about being in relationships where there's a, you know, um, marriage and your singleness, a work relationship, co-workers, family, or if you are entrepreneur, how to deal in that way with a business partner. But for the last couple of nights, we've been talking about learning how to be single. Ah, well, last night was off the chain. Last night the title last night was single but not alone. Mm. And tonight, no different, man. We uh we started it off last night, Pastor Todd, and uh, we're gonna continue to chop this video up after we uh show what we're gonna show you. We'll be back with what we uh what we on uh what we're gonna say about it. Before we go any further, go fair use. Copyright disclaimer under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. Fair use is done. What the little man said. What he said. What he said. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. What he said. What dude said. Yeah. Y'all ready? I know y'all ready. Yeah, get your notes. Get your notes. You might want to take some notes. Especially if you're in a relationship, married, living together, single. Yeah, looking to get into a relationship. Looking to get in a relationship. I won't take some note. Let's go. And I know this is over some of y'all's head. Y'all was like, I just was trying to come in here and see if I could find me one. <laughs> I was trying to see what she in here. She is, but she can't see you how you are. You, you, don't, you don't look like what you will look like once you get the revelation. And so she got blinders on to how you are now. But if you would allow God to have you in a place of singleness, to create in you the character, the work ethic, the intelligence, the emotional health that it takes to be in real relationship, I promise you, God will allow the right persons to come around. Pastor Mike, why you say persons? Because God doesn't choose your wife for you. And God doesn't choose your husband for you. Uh-uh, Pastor Mike, the devil is a liar. No, 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 no. I got a prophetic word, March 26, 2014. 
God said he was going to be tall. Lie. God said he was going to be paid. Lie. God said, okay. I hear these words all the time, but this is the thing that you have to understand. The greatest thing that's more important than marriage, that's more important than that is your salvation. And if God would not make you be saved, he set it all up and he said, whosoever will. You still have choice. Even when Adam, he made Adam, he said that he presented Eve. The Greek word there means he paraded her by like, you like this? You like this? You like this? That's what it actually means because he still had choice. And so what? Many of us are doing is thinking that God is going to assign this person to overlook all your dumbness. All your not preparing, all of your everything, and, and their mind, God assigned them to me. They will be like, I don't choose you. And I'm trying to help people know that's why your state of singleness is so important, not just to you, but to God. Because he wants to give you vision in that time. He wants to give you purpose in that time. He wants you to know who you are without a person. Because if you don't know that, it will put you on a spin to always be needing someone else to validate who God's created you to be. Can I, can I bust your bubble? You can reach purpose without being married. Jesus did it. I'm all up in your religion right now. Like there's people in here that are like, oh my God, Paul did it. Yeah. I, why are you saying this, Pastor Mike? Because I don't want you, my big goal on all of this, I'm going to talk about marriage and dating and all that in the next couple weeks. I think I'm going to get Pastor Natalie to preach with me on marriage. I think we're going to do it with me. You going to do it with me? Uh, okay. I'm putting you on blast. I'm going to talk about all this, but what I want you to realize more than anything, if you're in this room and you're not married, so you're still single if you're engaged. Uh-uh. Still single. You're still single if you're dating. You're still single if you're courting. You're still single if you're single. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're still single. But I'm trying to encourage you there's nothing wrong with the season that God has you in. Now hear me. This goes against everything you've been told up until this point. You 34? You should be married. What a house. And a car. And a dog. I mean, isn't this the narrative that keeps playing? But Jesus said, equal to loving me, is you need to learn how to love yourself. And then you can take from the extension of loving me and loving yourself, then you can pour out oil and love somebody else. May I submit to you that the problem in our society is not a relationship problem, it's a singleness problem. And until people get okay being single to love God and to love themselves, their relationships will always be the place where they try to get fulfillment that can never come from that relationship. And I want you to understand my first point is it's more important to be single than it is to be married. Okay, write it down. It's more important to be single than it is to be married. 
in the beginning, God did not create marriage first. He created a single human being. If we look at this building, what's the first thing they did to create this building? They laid a foundation. You don't see the foundation. You don't even hear the foundation. Nope, nothing. But if the foundation was not there, this entire building would collapse. I want to tell you about what I call the prerequisite for divorce. Pastor Mike, why are you talking about divorce so much right now? I, I want you to know that your singleness is so important that you want to avoid getting into relationships that will not succeed because divorce is the worst thing that can happen to anybody relationally. Will Pastor Michael end their life after divorce? Yes, there is. And we're going to talk about that and we're going to help you walk through that. But I promise you, if you can avoid this pitfall, you want to. Do you know how many people we counsel who are broken children of people who got divorced? And their parents on the Christmas card, look at my family, they're so awesome. I'd be wanting to send them texts to their kids balled up, crying on the floor because of your decisions and you not making the proper effort that you needed to do to make sure you were in your right place before you invited him into this relationship. And because you were lonely, then you had sex and you had kids because you wanted to feel wanted because he stopped wanting you because he showed you in the dating relationship that he didn't really want you, but you were so eager to get in a relationship. So you got in a relationship and then you didn't feel enough so you had a baby so your whole attention became about the baby and because your whole attention is about the baby he doesn't feel wanted so he steps out of the relationship and goes and bees with her and then it's broken and that's one scenario of a million because we think singleness is not necessary we think marriage is the ultimate goal now and it could be your ultimate goal. And God wants that for you if you want it for yourself. But don't go into this haphazardly. Don't look for a boyfriend so you can say that you're Facebook official. Don't, don't, don't do that. I had a girl come up to me one time and just said, it just feels like it's time for me to be in a relationship. I mean, she did just like that. Just like, it just feels like it's. It's time for me to be in a relationship. And I said, why? I've been single two years. I mean, that's a long time, Pastor Mike. It's just, it's just time. <laughs> and I told her, I said, don't do that. I said, I really feel like God's trying to supply you with some stuff right now. He's trying to create you and mold you and all that other stuff. I want you to be married. I know that it's going to happen for you. You're beautiful. You're talented. You're gifted. God's going to do that. But just don't, don't just, don't just. Because if you go into it like that, you'll treat it like that. You end up in a marriage like that. And then you'll think divorce is like that. It's, e it's all easy. Just Y'all going to be walking around. This <laughs> but hear, hear what I'm saying to you. Hear, hear what I'm saying to you. Is that there's a prerequisite for a divorce. Can I explain it to you? Okay. You can't get divorced 
if you don't get married. Do we agree? Okay. You can't get married, cannot get married unless you're individuals. Agreed? Okay. So the prerequisite for divorce is marriage and the prerequisite for marriage is singleness. What are you saying, Pastor Mike? Point number two, <laughs> marriage is only as good as your singleness. Like, like if your singleness is not a good foundation, your marriage ain't going to be the thing that builds the house. See, see, you by yourself, how you feel by yourself, how you look at the world by yourself, what you do by yourself, it's the foundation and whoever you are, that's who you're bringing to the marriage. You don't get changed because you got finer than you ever did for one day in a white dress and MAC makeup. Your makeup was beat. And you got all your stuff, your eyebrows on fleek, and you got your suit in, you finally fit in. That don't change your inside. So for that day, it's great. It's a fairy tale. It's awesome. It's momentous. It's dreamy. It's magical. But that next week, when you moved my toothbrush, why? <laughs> I'm sorry, sweetie. Why did you move my toothbrush? Did you, you used my toothbrush? No, no, you didn't. Hear what I'm talking about why people get divorced. When the seeds of these things start is because they never really knew what they were getting into okay so, so i'm trying to help you right here marriage is only as good as your singleness let me ask you a question if they knew whoever you're trying to get in relationship with if they knew you how you know you would they want to be married to you no 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 i'm talking about you i'm talking about how you you know the stuff you do that don't nobody else know you do you know how nasty you are. You know how anal you are about some stuff. You know that some people got a five-second rule, you got a five-minute rule. We all have things that people don't know, but if they knew you like you know you, would they still marry you? Because that's what the process is supposed to look like when you come into marriage. Can, can I give you something that changed my whole life. Marriage doesn't improve your singleness, it exposes it. I'm gonna say it again because y'all missed it. Marriage doesn't improve your singleness. People think that marriage is the upgrade for them to become something better. All that thing is gonna do is pull back the sheet on who you really are. So you have to make sure that your preparation in the time of being single is one that is intentional. Where we do what? Spend time with God, spend time with yourself, and then you can be focused on loving others. When the last time you went to the movie by yourself? When the last time you took yourself on a date? Some of y'all are like, that doesn't even make sense. That just, take myself on a date. Just go somewhere you ain't never been before and eat and think about your life and ask yourself questions. Why did I respond like that? 
find out about you. Can I give you two of the most amazing words that you can ever have, whether you're single or married, but will real help you in your singleness? Self-aware. Self-awareness is one of the biggest epidemics in the world. Like, you don't know how you make everybody else feel. You don't know that you stink. Like, we all smell that. You don't smell that? Like, you, like, 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 you ain't even there. Like, he was here, wasn't he? Like, we can smell you. You live with that. The same way we can smell you in the natural, that's what gossip smells like in the spirit. We can smell your bad character. We, we get to see your fruit drop. And it's bitter. Like, you gotta become self-aware in your singleness so that you know what you're bringing to the marriage. And most people, they don't realize that nothing happens in marriage except exposure just please write that down i can't hide nothing from my wife like even when i remember this certain time i'm just gonna go we're a hot church humble open and transparent i'm gonna just go ahead and tell it i remember this one time you know i'm a boy and i don't know if it's just me but as a young man there were times where, you know, I went two and three days without taking a shower. You can say ill, but your man did it too. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. He did. But so I got married when I was 23. Okay. Now I've lived with people, but I didn't never live with nobody that saw me getting out the shower. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I didn't know that people calculated how many times <laughs> that you get in and you get out of the shower. I just didn't know. Like, I was never there. It's just like, yeah, I'm, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm. A. And how do you know if I get in and out of the shower? Maybe I did a wash up. Some of y'all know about wash ups. Some of y'all being fake, but some of y'all really know what I'm talking about. My wife came to me one day. And you know, you're newly married. Everything is the right time. And I came up to her, I was like, babe, give me a kiss. And she was like, uh. I mean, her lips was so tight. I remember a decision. And I was like, hey, girl, what you trying to do? She said, nothing. <laughs> Until you take a shower. And then begin to tell me it's been four days <laughs> since you. I, I said, how did, how did you know? How did you know? <laughs> she could smell me, but more than that, she was there. I was exposed. And where I could usually lie or slither my way out of it if I was not in covenant with somebody. The covenant makes you have to be exposed. How was Adam and Eve found in the garden? Naked. They were single people who were exposed. before. They had nothing to hide. So their singleness, how they really were, could not be hidden. 
My question to you is, what are you hiding from everybody else that your mate will find? Well, we've been married 10 years. She don't know. Keep being married. She'll find it. My wife has been able to point out insecurities in my life that I didn't even know was there. Oh, you're comparing yourself with them. No, I ain't. Talking about they doing their thing, I'm doing my thing. Okay. And it'll be like the most random moment where I'm thinking, she said, right there. Like, it's like she picked up from a six weeks ago and she's like, that's it. You're comparing yourself, I'm like, dang, I was. Why? Because God gives the anointing to your spouse to expose and uncover anything that's not like him. So if you don't work on it in your singleness, you will be frustrated in your marriage, which will lead you to divorce. That will be the death that never ends. That's why in Malachi, the Bible says, I am the Lord your God and I hate divorce. Hear what I'm saying to you, church. Marriage does not improve your singleness. It exposes it. Go to Ecclesiastes 3, and I want to read a couple of verses because this is my encouragement. Today, I just came to encourage every single person, don't jump into marriage. Because the married people, we're going to have to have two weeks for them. <laughs> for all the craziness that they're going through and won't even say amen to. Because it's that real. You have people that are in marriages because they're better business arrangements. It's more convenient financially than to get a divorce. And that's not what God wanted for every person. And he can turn it around. Hear me when I say that if there's only one person that can turn marriages and relationships around, it's not our government. It's not just counseling it's going to be Jesus intervening in those situations and getting the heart of an individual see some of y'all are mad because God ain't spoke to him he won't even come to church with me he won't even do that and God says that the the stance of one woman in a saved household can turn the entire household the stance of one man why because in the beginning he did not make Adam and Eve's marriage he made male and he made singles and when he made singles, that's how he wanted them to develop so that they could really be one. So I want to let you know that there's a time and a season for everything. You've heard this, but I want you to know there's a time and a season for your singleness. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under the sun, a time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching. I said a time to search and a time to quit searching. I said a time to search and I said a time to quit. So some of you are so occupied with finding him, your bow ass. Some of y'all looking for your Proverbs 31 woman. And literally you can walk into any room with girls and say, where are my Proverbs 31s at? And they're like, oh, 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 oh. But y'all haven't studied that. That woman was a boss. Like the Proverbs 31 woman 
was so focused on purpose and doing things. She didn't even need no man. And some of y'all around here are so thirsty. Oh, yeah, I think that was a good you're spot. Wrong. You're wrong for that once again. <laughs> you got to come back tomorrow. Oh, my. Not tomorrow. Friday, 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 Friday. That was awesome. Yo. You took the girls off. Yeah, you did. We about to take them off, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I take them out. Oh my goodness. Take them. Glue gone. Yeah, that was another good one. Listen. From the jump. <laughs> from the jump. From the jump. From the jump. I'm going I'm to I'm 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 bag all the way up. All the way up. Watch this. He said, How often do we use the house of God to find our mates? We, 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 go, to the, we go to the house of God. Get all spiced up, spooced up, perfumed, cologned up, edged up, heard together, together laid to the side. Wear, wear nice suits, shorter skirts to the temple to find a mate. Mm -hmm. Not to catch the Holy Ghost, not to get delivered, but to find boo. Mm -hmm. Ooh, good God of mine. What you got on there? Man, I mean, people do it all the time. They do it all the time. I used to hear people sitting and talking and saying, um, I'm going to go find me a woman at the church. I'm going to find me a church girl. Cause I'm going to go find me a church girl. I used to hear people say that all the time. And I didn't think nothing was wrong with it until I got in the church. <laughs> but the component to what he said after that was, he said, but we don't look like what we'll look like in a relationship until we receive revelation. That's right. We don't look like who we're going to be no. until we've got the word on the inside of us. Yeah. So you can go looking, yeah, but you won't see who you think you're going to go see right. until they have the word that they are supposed to be getting on the inside. inside. Yeah. Good God Almighty. That's good. In other words, no revelation, no word, no relationship. Without revelation, you won't be identified. I don't care how short your skirt is. I don't care how cute you think you looking. Fellas, I don't think how 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 indignified your pearl or your preach line may sound. You still won't be identified because the word is Ain't in you. Lord. Good God That's Almighty. It's crazy to say you won't be identified. You won't be identified. You're just going to be there for the congregate part after the service. Yes. But you won't be identified during the Jesus. service. That's good. God Almighty. Another nugget. Come on. God doesn't choose your husband nor wife. Yeah, I like that one. <laughs> I like that one. If God doesn't make you be saved, 
He won't make you get married. Sure won't. If God is a gentleman for our salvation, he's also that same gentleman to keep you single. Yeah. Mm. And you know what? The kicker that, to that is, I've heard so many people say, but you remember, we said one time, I know, and the older ladies just got so tickled. Cause I said, you looking for tall, dark, and handsome. God may be, have, have this short, stubby man. And it's, it's funny because that's the way I think. Like what you're looking for is always going to be the opposite of what it, what is out there for you, whatever God has for you. You know, you're yeah. looking at this one thing, but it's like what you said. You come and looking for something that's packaged well, right. but no revelation on the inside. No revelation. But if He don't kick down your door and make you love Him after He sent His Son mm. to die a terrible death that you may live and have a right to the tree of life, if you got a right to choose whether or not you're gonna live holy, you definitely got a right to choose whether you're gonna be married or single. For the rest of your life, and to choose your partner, but it takes some seeking to know which one to choose. Seeking the Lord. Yes. Oh my God. You gotta, you gotta be. You have to know what what's on the inside of you. You gotta be able to seek God for that. Make for make sure you make the right decision. A lot of people out here just picking folks because they're 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 compatible. You know, they right, right. they uh they um compliment them or like he was saying at the end, good business ventures and things like that. Yeah. That don't matter. Because at the end of the day, who wants to be with somebody that you you got good work ethics or you know you make good money, but then you mean as all a junkyard dog. I can't say good morning because it, it ain't never good morning for you. We can't go to dinner, we can't go to lunch, we can't do nothing. But you got this pocket full of money to take me, but you a fool half the day. Ooh. No, that's not how they go. Golly. Come on, what this, you got? This other one. This other one right here. Say God presented Eve to Adam. Yeah. Presented. He presented him. In other words, after he made Eve, he presented her. He didn't have to necessarily take Eve as his wife. Right. Could it be possibly that if he didn't take Eve, that he made another one? I think so. Good God Almighty. He's so it, it he was prevented. Yeah. Ooh, we pointed that out in our series. Remember my series? So he still had a choice. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he was so happy that he had companionship that he took the first thing that was available. Yeah. How often do we take the first thing that's available? The oh, first thing that call us cute. Our first love. Our first in engagement. Our first in what they call it? Encounter. Entanglement. Entanglement. <laughs> we, 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 we grab hold of that first like we'll never get another one. Yes. Like that's the only time. Like that's the only time that you'll be presented said he presented Adam and Adam said, Woo, hold on, hold on, whoa. Yeah, I like that. I got that one. This one mine. Yeah. It's mine. Yeah. Yes. And see, in the world, there's so many that you we get that first one and then we want to mm, you start looking, looking around. Something else. Yeah. Oh, oh. But I got one of I like that one too. Yeah. And when this one stop doing what you wanted to do, your 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 attention is over. Mm-hmm. And so that's where we come in hey. with all of the problems. That's so true. He brought to our attention that Jesus was single, Paul was single. Yes. And so I want to put this on your mind. If you're dating, living together, 
engaged. You say you still single. Still single. You still with a ring on your single. finger. You with a promise ring, whatever. You still single. Single. Well, why is it that the still single people want the mentality of a marriage? Of being married. It was like yesterday, like we were saying, society drives you to that. It makes you feel like you're not enough. If you're not married, if you don't have a significant other, the, this world, TV, the videos, everything, they make you feel like you are not enough if you are alone. And that's not right. true. That's not true. That's when you are your best version of yourself is when you're by yourself. And that's when he said society has a singleness problem. Yeah. Not a relationship problem. Yes, that was good. We don't know how to too. be single. Yes. We don't know how. We don't yeah. know how to embrace the 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 gift of singleness. Mm -hmm. That's some good stuff, man. Yeah, that was very good. What about this one? If they knew you <laughs> like you knew you, would you still marry you? Right. I believe I read that again. If they knew you like you knew you, <laughs> would they still marry you? You know you better than you know anybody else. And so he, what he wants us to, to, to look into is that self awareness. awareness. That was good. That self awareness. Yeah, that's, that's you want to go ahead before I get to my questions? Sure. Go ahead. I like uh, when he said that singleness is very important because it gives you an opportunity to develop character, to develop work ethics, to develop, um, you know, learning yourself and how to love yourself, loving God, then loving yourself and then taking that oil and then loving, learning how to love somebody else. Because there's so many times people get into relationships and they don't love themselves, don't even right. like themselves. But then you get in a relationship like we were talking about yesterday and you expect that person to make you happy. You expect that person to fill those voids in you that are, that's, that's not even realistic. Mm. For you to get with somebody or you're broken, you get with somebody else that's broken, but you expect for them to fix you. Right. And you're not a doctor. You can't fix anybody. But I like when he says singleness is important because it gives you the opportunity to develop your character, your work ethics, your love, understanding, patience, peace. Everything that you will take into a marriage, he gives you that opportunity to develop while you're single. But nobody wants to be single so bad that they don't get the they don't get to build that part. We start trying to work on that when we get in a marriage with somebody else. Then we get to seeing how they taking our peace, or we're not, we don't have no peace, and we don't have this, and we don't have that. Because you didn't develop it before you said I do. <laughs> you didn't get there before you said I do. And nine times out of ten, those red flags were there on your part and theirs. But we neglect to, we overlook it because society said you should be married. You ought to be married by now. Your clock said you should be married. You your you, your hoo said she need a mate. Yeah, that's what we do. But he said singleness is very necessary. He said don't look for a significant other for social media. 
Don't look for that significant other to put on social media. You'll be with Boo today. It's 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 almost income tax time. They make a it's a meme that come out every year. Say big girl, <laughs> it's tax time. <laughs> big girls, it's tax time. Y'all get ready for the relationships. That's sad that wow. people make fun of that, but people really do it. And then these women fall into that gap every time. Get that income tax money taken, and then they back single again by the summer. Don't nobody, I don't want to have a relationship to put out there to appease people on Facebook. This, this is my but life. That's, but that can still go with the, with, the mar- with the single mentality. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Yeah. Very we much see that so. a lot as well. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Especially during the tax season. Yeah. And I, I had made me a little mental note. I said you can you can put your face you can put a, a relationship up if you want to for Facebook, but they won't be there to pick up the broken pieces. Ooh. They won't be there to pick up the broken pieces. It's unfortunate. You'll paint this picture for Facebook to make them excited or happy or make the people think that you're in a really in a good relationship or whatever. But they they won't be there to pick up the broken pieces, and you will experience broken pieces. Some broke ones. <laughs> Um, I also wrote a note to myself just to remind me, nobody gets married to get a divorce. He, he's, I cannot wait for the divorce segment of the of this whole um, relationship goals. Yeah. Because I don't know not one person that, that walked down the aisle or said I do. And I'm saying we're going to we're going to get the, the grungy part out. Because a lot of people don't like to talk real. You know, they don't want to tell you the real deal. That's all we know is real. We're going to tell you the real deal about it. This is not to make yeah. anybody feel crazy or to feel a certain way about this your marriage. This is to help. Help look, your relationship. Yeah. Because if, you, if you're already in a marriage and it's in a place that you feel like you don't know which way to go, this is what this is going to help you to realize. Okay, so I got into this marriage or I'm going into a marriage or I'm in this relationship and we're looking forward to getting married and I need to know if I should proceed or what I should do. This is what this relationship goes series is about. Right. And like I stated, nobody gets in a marriage to get a divorce. That's that's stupid. That's that's unheard of. Nobody says, I'm going to get married because, you know, the worst case scenario, we'll get a divorce. That's not even an that's not even an option. It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. That just as easy as I got in it. You heard he said that too. Some people are just so, you know, they so lackadaisical about it. It's just like it doesn't mean that, oh, okay, my marriage didn't work. Mm. You know, we're gonna get a divorce. Mm. But when you take that seriously, the covenant that you're making with this person, it shouldn't feel like you know, if if it don't work, it doesn't matter. I believe I believe society, the word um that that they use for couples these days is partner yeah they say partner and and that that is that is so institutionalized where where anything could be your partner yeah yeah and i mean literally mean that anything anything yeah anything and that's not a partnership i mean a marriage is a partnership but that particular way that ain't, yeah, that ain't the way God intended it. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. Society no. did that. Yeah. What did you got? He said, and then I like how he said, marriage is only as good as your singleness. That was good. That was really good. Your marriage is only as good as your single life was. Or is. 
Yeah. Marriage is only as good as your singleness. And he said it, he said that because marriage doesn't improve your singleness, it exposes it. Mm-hmm. It exposes it. That's where that self-awareness came in at. And he said it's important to know, like he and he was saying that in the natural, but think about it on the spiritual side. That you have that you got a stink attitude, that you the way you treat people is wrong, the way you look at situations are wrong. Everybody you think everybody out to get you or their enemy of yours. That's self that's that's part of you that needs to be dealt with before you bring somebody else into your life. Self-awareness. What are you bringing? Because everything that you knew about about yourself or what you were hiding that wasn't exposed is going to come into that marriage with you. Which is why he said you can't hide nothing in a marriage. Everything is exposed. Speaking of which, Rick, go ahead and read that uh, out of that book. Oh my God, this is good. So... This segment in the book is called The Playboy Problem. Pay close attention. It says, I have a problem, the young lady said, a little shyly. It was the close of a noon prayer meeting for the employees of a large East Coast ministry. I had just concluded a brief Bible study and dismissed the meeting when the girl drew me to one side for private prayer. What is the problem? I asked. I have a problem, she repeated obliquely. Yes, I replied, wondering if she heard me correctly. Exactly what can I agree with you in prayer concerning? Her face drew tight and tears welled up in her eyes. I don't really know, she stammered, biting her lip, but I have a really bad problem. I tried to be firm without being harsh, and I said ours is a God of specifics, not generalities, I told her. I will be happy to pray with you, but I need to know the nature of your problem so that I can pray specifically for what you need. Nobody else will know, just you and me. Well, I really don't know what the problem is, she responded in a halting fashion, but my husband says I have a problem. I tried again. What does your husband say your problem is? He says I don't understand him, she said, finally agonizing over each word. What do you mean? He, you don't. What does he mean you don't understand? I asked. Suddenly the woman began to weep bitterly from deep within. My husband keeps magazines by his side of his bed. She gasped quietly between sobs. Playboy and Penthouse and those other magazines. He says he needs to look at them before we can have sex. Before he can have sex with me. He says he needs them to stimulate him. She squeezed out the sentence, tears flowing down her face. I told him he doesn't really need those magazines, but he said, I don't understand him. He says, if I really loved him, then I would understand why he has to have those magazines and I would let him get more of them. (laughs) What does your husband do for a living? I inquired. She responded, he's a youth minister. I stood there, incredulous. I realized what she was telling me. I was listening to this woman tell me that her husband was a youth minister who kept a pile of pornographic literature by his bed. Your husband may be a youth minister, I responded evenly, but he's also a pornographer. The girl's head snapped at attention. It was as if I had slapped her solidly across the face. She had never expected to hear her husband described as a pornographer. 
And yet, his lifestyle made him exactly that. In this modern era, we don't have sins no more. We have problems. We have psycho we have psychologically we have psychological psychologically made the gospel the process and in the process we have eliminated the word sin from our vocabulary. Mm, 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 mm. We have psychological psychologically uh, made the gospel prob say we have problems. Instead of saying we have sin. Mm. He was a youth minister. Youth minister. So. That goes with the. The covenant causes you. To be, to be exposed. exposed. Guess what? He would. He could have. If he never would have got married to her, he would have still been a youth minister. Still, still been a pornographer. And nobody would have known. Nobody would have known. The only reason why she found out because of the covenant. The covenant. She marriage exposed him. Lord Jesus. It said he asked the question, "What are you hiding that your mate will find out that others don't know about you?" What are you hiding that others don't know, but your mate has found out about you? What you hiding? Like well, God gives your mate, this is what blew me away. God gives your mate the anointing to expose things in you that you didn't even know was in you. And that was anointing because she saw the need to seek counsel Some help. Yes. and prayer. Most times in a relationship, you're going to keep it to yourself. You're going to think the problem is you. Yeah. And then that makes an illness on the inside of you because that you you go into depression, you you go into uh, 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 insecurities of yourself, and and he kept saying, "No, you got a problem." Yeah. No, it was it's him, him that had the problem. When in turn, he was making her feel that, that she had a was the one with the problem, but he needed some extra stimulation. To make love to somebody that he said he wanted to be with the rest of his life. Now, you know what? And I'm going to take this. Let's take sex out of the equation. So many mates beat, browbeat their mate, their spouse with things that they're saying is an issue. Right. But it's really not that person. It's them. But they make it. Uh, it may, they make it the other person's fault. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or make it the other person's, you know, like like somebody can say, you got a problem, you don't do this, 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 and that. Okay, but they don't either. Or they do something worse than that. But they make they, they put all the light on you or shine the light on you as if you're the bad, big bad wolf when it's really them. You're the, right. you're the sheep in wolf's clothing. But, I mean, you're the wolf in sheep clothing, but it's really them. Yes, and that's what he did to her. But she had enough. Thank God, she was smart enough to say, "Hey, let me get with the let me get with the intercessory team, you know, and talk about this." Because so many times, not with somebody else that's gonna say, "Hey, girl, leave him." Yeah. Or, "Hey, girl, I wouldn't put up with that." But let's pray about it. Or on the flip side, I mean, I'm just gonna keep it real. She could have talked to one of the another sister who was a freak. 
and could have said, well, girl, shoot, if he pulling out the penthouse and the Playboy, you might need to let, I know, let me take you down to uh, Crystal's, girl, and get you some of that lingerie. Or some whatever. Or let me join you. Yeah. It could have went a different way. And so who you confide in is so important. Right. She went to the to an intercessor, which was the best thing to do because you're going talking to somebody who get who gets God's ear on a daily basis. Right. Somebody that can give you wise counsel. You know, so many times we go to our good girlfriends and homeboys and some people we think God our best. Somebody interest. else that ain't and they don't. Shit. Yeah. Or cheat on their spouses or don't have a, you know, right. their relationship is not solid. So, of course, they can give you the, the you know, what you need as far as a relationship is concerned. They can't help you when as far as trying to figure out which way to go in this relationship. And another thing that, that, that got me was she knew that she didn't have a problem because she said, my husband said I have a problem. Not that she thought she did, but she's thinking, I can only imagine, she's probably feeling bad as the wife. You got to look at flip magazines until you're ready to be intimate with me, which is something that you should just be ready to do anyway, because we have an intimate relationship. But because he don't feel that way about her, and he said, if you love me, you allow me to get more magazines. What kind of Right. If you love me, you you allow me to get more. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, then he turned it over and he said, "Everybody, all the women want to be a Proverbs thirty-one woman. Every man looking for a Proverbs thirty-one woman, and every woman is looking for they boy. They ain't lying. He ain't lying about that." I remember boy when when that story got real popular, everybody was talking about their boys. I want this. You don't even know what was going on back in that time. You just see the story, you think that what happened back in that time was great. You don't know what all that woman had to go through first. They ain't read the story. Yeah, you ain't read the story because that story it is that wasn't easy. None of that stuff that happened was easy that they went through. It, it wasn't easy at all. No. Mm-hmm. But everybody wanted Boaz, and everybody wanted a Proverbs thirty-one woman. He said, and "If you if you really knew what a Proverbs thirty-one woman was, baby, the people can't even compare." Say the Proverbs thirty-one woman is focused. She's focused on purpose. She's doing everything that she's supposed to be doing, regardless of what's going on around her. Mm. She is focused on on God first. Her her duties to God. What God has called her to do, her purpose for what God has called her to do, and then she's taking care of her family to the fullest. Because whenever you got, when you take care of God's business, then it's easy. You know what you know what you're supposed to be doing. A lot of people right. enter marriages and then wonder what's my place. You know, we we got this whole thing where you know the woman's supposed to clean the kitchen, she's supposed to be cooking, she's supposed to do this, she's supposed to do that, and all of that. And if you get in your Bible, you'll understand. Exactly what you're supposed to be doing. That's right. Nobody else have to tell you what you're supposed to be doing in your marriage. Mm. Nobody. So I got assignment. I got assignment. Those that are live, watching live, man, if you got your significant other on or watching, if they're not watching right now, I'm with you, send it to them later. Y'all discuss it later on. But write down these five things about yourself. That you think gets on your spouse nerve. Mm-hmm. 
five things that you think gets on your spouse nerves about yourself. Not you. I ain't talking about the other individual. Five things that you think you know you better than anybody. Mm -hmm. That you believe gets on your spouse nerves. And then five more that you know if they knew before marriage that would probably have them questioning or rethinking marriage. Five more things about you that if they knew before marriage they wouldn't want to marry you or question or rethink marrying you. Five things so it's a total of 10 things. Mm -hmm. Say that second one again. Five the second one is five more that you know if they knew before marriage about you that they probably wouldn't marry or question or rethink all the same thing mm -hmm. by marrying you. What you think about it? Yeah, that's gonna be good. How many people gonna be honest enough with themselves to answer them questions honestly? Honestly, yeah. Cause that's the thing. You know something about you that you know that's about you that you know your spouse don't like, but you you quiet about it, but you know they quiet about it because you're not already together now. Yeah. We do now. I just gotta live with and deal with it. But if the individual knows about it and is open enough to tell you about it, that makes the relationship that much more healthier. That's right. And then that individual can work on some of the things that they know. Get on their other significant others' nerve. Yeah. They can work on it. They can work on this and 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 this. All ten of them. And then be honest about the five things that you know. If they knew. Yeah. If they knew that this is how you were. Because I can be honest. I can be honest. I can look at her expression sometimes and she'd be like, Oh, Lord. If she, if I'd have known that, good God Almighty! Yeah. And every single person that's in a relationship, they ponder it. They think about it. Mm -hmm. They think about it. It's not if, honest enough to say. If you we ain't gonna be honest enough to say. Good Lord. I don't know And some, cause, cause that stuff sometimes that'll hurt your feelings. Yeah. But honesty is the best policy when you're in a relationship. Yeah. When you're married. Cause if you yeah. can't be honest with your mate, you can't be honest with nobody. You got to. You can't be honest with that, nobody. That you you don't you don't make it. You don't continue to make it for for years and years and years hiding and covering things up. Or going along just to get along. Mm -hmm. you, you, it, it ain't gonna that'll work. make you sick. 
you'll be a prisoner in your own home. That's right. And I know, uh, I just can't wait to get out of there. You waiting on each other to die. Because <laughs> you, you, you're that much in tune with the covenant. You want to keep the covenant. Yeah. But as soon as this person dies, they dead, child. I can. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> but if you openly communicate on it, don't fight about it. Openly communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Deal. So you got homework. Got homework. Make sure you write them all down. Five things you think. Let's see if we got first. some bold ones to drop them in the comment. They ain't gonna put us in their business like that. We put down <laughs> in our business all the time. All the time. Yeah, come on with it. Come on with it. Come on with it. Come on with it. I know some of them went after I read that one. They jumped up all the way off of it. Yeah, like, got out dodge. <laughs> like the man at the piano. Uh, hey, because of purple. That, that, they the must have been some of them, them Playboy magazine keepers. Five things. You don't have to watch, uh, shake their hand. Yes, uh, Evangelist Adrian, he said five, five things, things that you think get on your spouse's nerves. Uh, or five more things that if you knew, if they knew before marriage, they would probably have questioned or rethought the marriage. Oh, no, no, no. And that's that's that, that, that cold feet. That's the whole... Uh, the, the the underlining thing of the cold feet. The cold feet is is the rethinking. Yeah. Because they done saw something. They already know. That they but they done paid for the tux. They done paid for the cake. Pay and then the pay for the church. The DJ. The preacher never get paid. I mean so all of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody get paid but the preacher. Yeah. Big money too. The cameraman, the everybody, everybody gets it. And the preacher get a, uh, a plate pat on the back. Yeah. But nobody gets married without the preacher. Y'all to catch that on thirty five or, or somewhere where where were we all headed to. But the thing about it is the cold feet part, man, they they know what they getting into because they think about it all the way up to the aisle. And that's why some of them dudes be crying. Yeah. They be crying because it ain't because she's so cry? cute because they seen her before. Did dressed you up. Huh? Did you cry? No. Y'all said I would. There was sweat. Why was you sweating so bad? It was hot. It was extra hot up there. Why? I had on black. It wasn't no lights up there. <laughs> 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 Y'all, he was sweating bullets. I got down there and saw him on paper. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Pastor Paul, he, he wiped over here. I was like, no. Here, brother, I'm giving you my forehead. His whole face was just sweating bullets. He was crying. That's, how, that's how, how wet his face was. I say, Man, you was crying. I knew he was crying. I go down there and he's talking about, no, it's hot. Why? Because it wasn't hot. Yeah, it was hot. It was hot to me. It was. Mm -hmm. You was nervous. That's what it was. Yeah, because that was the first time uh, 
I had to publicly say how I felt because he took my paper out of my hand. I wrote my I wrote my vows down, but he he took he took, out he paper. took my paper out of my hand, and that's when it got hot. Yeah, you really it got, got real hot. I was like, whoa. But you know what? It it made us have to tell each other from the heart while we were getting to right. each other though. That was a all the secrets was gone. Yeah, everything it is what it is. Yeah, I was sweat, man. I was hot. <laughs> fire thing, back to the fire thing, fire thing. But you know, uh, <laughs> when he was, down the bed, it was sweat. <laughs> yeah, man, it was sweat. It was, it was hot. She knows she was standing there already with you, so she well which one was it? Was it sweat or tears? Yeah. We're gonna let her be the judge. Yeah. You know what? what? She still ain't gonna know the difference. Why? Well, <laughs> my tear ducks and my sweat. <laughs> I know exactly what it was. <laughs> That's why I say them other dudes be all boohooing because they, they think about this and this and yeah. this and all this and this. Why they and this. Yeah. Yeah. So why they she's shouldn't. so pretty. You done seen that girl pretty before when y'all went out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Yeah. You got to refresh. It's still on yonder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's always that, that the whole wedding thing is always it's nerve wracking and I mean that just it is what it is. Let's go to the comment. Let's see what they saying. Y'all stay tuned for the uh episode Friday, man. We're gonna come in right after the thirst remark. Mm. Mm-hmm. You say they thirsty. The thirst is real. Thirst, thirst, thirst. Yeah, he say not all dudes cry for that reason. Everybody's different. Yeah, yeah, I know you boohooed. Like, yeah, I was standing right there. I was waiting. I was waiting for you. I had to wait until you finished boohooing so we could proceed. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, he 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 can only speak for. But you know what? Him. That yeah, that 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 whole situation though was so different for him though. Yeah, like everybody is just it it is it's so different for everybody because that that yeah. is that was a very sincere moment. <laughs> you say all that. Hey man, both of us together. Let's, let's let's go. Let's go. go on, she went. I can't get right down the stairs because she yeah. was crying. So I said, "You gonna match your makeup up." I yeah. mean, marriage is a beautiful thing. You just want to enter into it the right way. You know, marriage can be so beautiful because we have seen so many beautiful, beautiful marriages. We've seen them after the fact, still thriving, still beautiful. People still doing and loving each other the way that they should. So marriage can be a very beautiful thing. You know, yeah. it's just so happened that, you know, it's on the flip side. It can also not be. Y'all know how that is. It can be some some people, you know, sometimes you can marry somebody and it's just not not pleasant. But um for the most part, I'm I'm happy about that. That we have seen we have had a few weddings and um they turned out to be beautiful. So Yeah. Look like God, they just um, got a 
uh, comments from from the video not too not too many on on what we talked about so uh Ooh. Brother Bodine said 24 years of marriage. Yes, he said it's beautiful. Absolutely. 24, that's a long that time. Year? 24 years. That's a long time. Yes. Man. That's beautiful. We got a lot to do. She think about it. Yeah, we had some pretty good comments and stuff. Everybody kind of chiming in on while he was talking. I think this segment was just as good as yesterday. I, when he opened it up yesterday, it was so, it's just so real. And it, and it, and it gives you that eye-opening experience. You know, people, I don't want to live in a fairy tale land. I don't want to live in a fairy tale world. You know, and I like if it's if it's bluebell ice cream and pound cake, then bang it. <laughs> tell me it's bluebell ice cream and pound cake. Don't tell me that it's peach cobbler and you know. Mm. Don't don't I don't want to be sold a dream. And and I'm yeah. I'm, a, I'm a very like that, like that question he 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 presented. What are you hiding from your mate? Yeah. That they still don't know about, about you. you. Yeah. Whatever you hiding. Let me tell you something. Can I tell him when we uh that when we had our we you hiding something? No, let me see that. <laughs> we on our honeymoon. You remember we had played um uh twenty one questions. Yeah, we played twenty one questions. <laughs> we played twenty one questions, y'all. Now mind y'all, we had been together before we got married, but we we hadn't like discussed a whole lot of y'all y'all. Play 21 questions before you get married. Yeah, because we played it after we were married. And we, pl we played it We played it the night, uh, honeymoon night. Yeah. Play and 21 we got, questions. And we, were, and we got kind of irritated with each other. Well, we almost didn't get lucky that night. <laughs> yeah. But after that. Because it was, some, it, was some, it was some things that we didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. About each other. Mm-hmm. That we shared that night. That really, in our fairness, should have been should have been said before marriage. Right, right. You know, um, and so it is so important to make sure that you're always honest, you're always upfront, because you don't want stuff like that to come. I mean, they could have very well ended it. Shoot, we could have been going to get a uh, annulment the next day. If we didn't, if we didn't know that this is what we wanted, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it was like, I mean, I don't think that they were. There was nothing that was a deal breaker though, but it was just things that we was like, oh my god, why you didn't tell me that? You know, it was some of that. Stuff I like was that. like this. He <laughs> was like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, he was. <laughs> But I'm going to tell you, I'm this kind of person. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know so nobody else will be able to come tell you nothing about me. I'm going to tell you everything from A to Z. Because what somebody won't get an opportunity to do is come fill you up with a bunch of lies. Because I can tell you about me better than anybody can. Yeah. I know me from the top of my head to the sole of my little feet. So I'm going to always tell on me. Because I can tell about me better than okay. I can tell about anybody else. But that's how you know it wasn't just a, a, a infatuation in yeah. love. So yeah. 
we were able to look at look at those things and continue on in the journey yeah, and here we are still you're hanging in there <laughs> yeah. yep 11 years later you're hanging in there baby that's out of here uh, sister, sister Brittany said, I'm not gonna lie, I shared everything the first week so he couldn't say I lied about anything. <laughs> okay, that's the way you gotta do it. So you won't be known as a liar, or you kept this from me, and that'd be a whole nother can of worms. But I pray that y'all were blessed by this. Uh, what was this day five? It was day five, yep, yeah, day five, episode 68. Of relationship goals this was still a part of the single but not alone so i am excited to see what he is going to say in day six which will be this it will be aired this friday, this friday. episode 69 so i'm excited to see 69 yeah. monday celebrating 70 episodes yes seven day episode 70 yeah, seventy episode. Episode. And let's see, August, September, October, November, December, five months. Yeah, five months. Yeah, seventy episode. That's right. Go ahead. All right, you ready? Put some the God in heaven, Lord, we just thank you, God, for who you are, Lord. We thank you, God, for those that join in on tonight. Um, God, coming to relationships in perspective to come to know why we have relationship goals God I pray for every marriage God for the ones that are representing their marriages on tonight God we ask for peace God we ask for revelation we ask Lord that you give them how to say how to conversate about things God that are that are hurting them or things that they're going through in their marriages God we just ask that you make every crooked place straight in every household represented tonight we pray for those that are still single that they enjoy and embrace their singleness so that they'll know that their marriage is only as good as their single state i would ask that you give them peace god to wait and to get divine direction from you god we ask that this this word god penetrate our hearts God, that it gives us divine direction like never before, God. We bind every foul and filthy spirit, God, that will come against every household, every relationship. God, every conversation that will be held because of the broadcast, we bind it up and we send it back to the pits of hell from which to come, God. And we lose unity, God. Togetherness, one accord. In Jesus' name we pray. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. God I'm bless you. My five things. We thank each and every viewer yeah. on this channel tonight. And for those that will be listening on the podcast, we thank y'all as well. In the description section, there is a opportunity for donations. What we're trying to do is uh, get sponsorship, and that does cost. Yeah. So we are trying to get the donations. Uh, you may do so by the Cash App or the PayPal. Send that donation that we can send off what we need to send off to get the extra promotionals to expand and grow 
the podcast as well as both YouTube channels. Yes. Yeah. Drop a seed if you will bless. Like, comment, and share. Make no excuses. Make it happen. Don't wait. Start now. Now. Get perfect later. Dream big. You can have all that your heart desire. Tonight, when y'all discussing them five things and them five other things, use kind words. Say I love you. Say please and thank you. Be grateful that you got somebody that loves you just the way that you are. Help others. Why? Mm -hmm. You come and carry on. <laughs> That's our time. Our time. What you got? That's it. Got him up. The lady said, "Time to go." <laughs> we out. This is our in-house production. In-house productions. Yeah, yeah.